I'm Zachary Cartwright. This is Water and Food. Folks look at moisture as money, and it is. I mean, if you over dry, it's, it's, it's money, but you also don't want to under dry because then you start getting into concerns around food safety. There's a rhyme and a reason behind everything, and water activity really uh, has helped us troubleshoot and, and dial in all of our other analytics. We, we really try to get exactly what the customer wants. This whole thing started kind of as a moisture project and then it rolled into water activity and now there's a lot of area of opportunity around incoming ingredients. Just knowing what we have back there. Water has been called the luck of the planet by Daniel Burston and its impact and significance are evident everywhere in the foods that we eat. Every year, billions of dollars are spent by food manufacturers to move water in and out of food products. As a food scientist, I am on a mission to understand how this can be done better. Today I'm joined by Rick Stoller of Simmons Foods, one of North America's largest producers of poultry, pet, and animal nutrition products. Family owned since 1949 and based in Arkansas, Simmons employs over 7,000 team members. Rick's primary focus is process improvement and dry end treats. Let's listen to his thoughts on water and food. So thank you for joining us, Rick. You bet, you bet. So I, uh, first of all, thanks for having me on. Uh, and this is Rick Stoller. I, I work at uh, Simmons Pet Food. I work in dry and treats. And uh, on this segment, obviously we will be focused on dry pet food. Um, so yeah, my background a uh, little bit is uh, I've been around extrusion, really been around water activity and moisture, but had didn't really know you know, I was there for the, the first several years, but I've been around extrusion and dry pet food for mm -hmm. uh, over over 20 years, I guess. Oh, wow. And how, how did you get into extrusion and, and pet food? Um, a lot by chance. Um, I, <laughs> I actually am. Uh, I'm a welder by trade. So I I went to Votech um, up in Kansas to, to be a welder and started welding on extruders, uh, which mm -hmm. make your make your pet food and um, really right place at the right time um, after working on extruders uh, and, and building extruders, I guess not working on them, but building extruders for a while, uh, I got an opportunity to uh, get up into the, the service department um, at a, at one of the major uh, extruder manufacturers uh, and things just kind of rolled from there. I, I, worked on extruders and traveled around, started them up, uh, worked uh, service uh, service on extruders and extruding equipment for uh, a little over 10 years, I guess, uh, traveling until uh, until I got my next opportunity and, and then got really into the, the process side of it uh, full-time rather than the equipment side of it. Yeah, I, I had a little bit of exposure to extrusion in uh, grad school and realize it's, it's almost an art form. There's a lot involved in what parts of the extrusion process stood out to you? You know, what did you enjoy about um, working on those extruders? Uh, really interacting with the, the operators and the people that, that work uh, in that field. Um, operators is just one part of it, but uh, initially that's who I worked with the most was, was the operators. And you're right, it's, it's almost an art uh, to get that, uh, that kibble perfect uh, you, mm -hmm. you can't replicate it every day you can you can put guidelines and everything down but uh, really until you actually get behind the wheel uh, it's like the road changes every day mm -hmm. sure and and now you're a uh, a process improvement manager uh, is that correct 
That is. Yep. And what do you do in that role? Uh, pretty much a little of everything, you know, uh, master of none, but a, a jack of all trades. So <laughs> uh, really uh, the, the great thing, you know, I get to work with every, every, everybody, uh, you know, I mentioned the extruder operator, obviously that's kind of my, my, my background and whatnot is, is working with them, but I also get to work with customers and vendors and uh, really pretty much anybody in the company. I, I'm able to pick up a phone and call or, or work directly with, whether it's sales or marketing or, or even procurement or quality and production um, or even outside of our, our business. So uh, we've got our dry pet food plant where I'm sitting right now, or, you know, it may even roll over into poultry or animal nutrition or 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 our other legs uh, in pet food, wet, mm -hmm. dry treats. Yeah, that's great. My my role here at Meter is very similar. I get to work with lots of different groups and, and lots of different people. And that's kind of what, what makes it fun and, and keeps me going is being able to make all those different connections. Uh, what what are your goals in your role? What are what are you trying to accomplish? So really, there's there's two main goals with with my role. Uh, one, it is as it sounds, you know, process improvement. It's it's uh, take that hand that you're dealt and, and improve upon it. Uh, it may be a great hand. Ours is ours. Uh, you know, when I came in, we had a had great things going for us, and we've only improved upon them. Uh, so every process can be improved, and then also look at, at new processes and make sure that we do the the right thing first you know it's always about uh you don't want to you don't want to process improve something a new process uh, let, let's do it right the first time uh, so really working on, on both those two goals really uh, kind of encompasses everything i do great and and how does water activity and moisture play a part um in your role to take a little bit of a step back water activity is is from what I saw on the equipment side of it, really wasn't a focus mm -hmm. uh, in extrusion unless you were running some soft moist or something that was was pliable. Um, so I never really uh, I was I was pretty green to water activity until I came over to the the processing side. Moisture is, has always been a focus point, uh, mm -hmm. along with with building and working on extruders. I also worked on and, and built uh, dryers and and coolers and coders, uh, but obviously the dryers is really where you hone in on that that water activity and moisture, uh, mm -hmm. and, and try to get uh, you know as consistent and, and as close to your target moisture as possible. Um, and really, if the formulations are done right, the water activity will fall in line as long as everything is working working properly. So, uh, moisture is kind of I have a more more of a background on moisture, I guess. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like moisture was a, a larger focus in the past. And why is moisture so important to dry pet food? Uh, moisture um, is uh, is important. I mean, for palatability, for uh, mm -hmm. for analytics and everything. But uh, from a higher level, uh, a lot of a lot of customers and folks look at moisture as money, and it is. I mean, if you over dry, it's 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 money. Um, so, so you don't want to over dry, but you also don't want to under dry because then you start getting into concerns around food safety, um, mm -hmm. which is where water activity kind of comes into play. So it sounds like you have kind of slowly progressed from moisture 
to water activity. What what is the general understanding of water activity in your industry? Is this something that uh, most pet food companies are are monitoring for, or is this something that is specific to your company? I think there's there's beginning to be a, a natural progression of, mm-hmm. of companies going that way. Um, I don't know if we were on the, I think we're on the front end, absolutely, because we were testing water activity. Um, before I got here, we were testing water activity and uh, it was it was a critical hard hold. Basically, we would scrap product if we didn't hit water activity, but we didn't truly understand that. Uh, but as far as the industry goes, um, I think a lot of the larger companies are, have, have always looked at water activity and, and better understood water activity. Uh, and I think we are, we're definitely in that ballpark and maybe even beyond that ballpark uh, with, with the understanding and education that we've uh, really brought on these last several years. Um, so before we had the right things in, in place, we may not have truly understood why. Now that we understand why, uh, our our Simmons <laughs> were able to uh, utilize water activity for a lot more things, right? Since we did moisture, mm-hmm. yeah, and moisture has always been such a focus because it's uh, so related to to profit and yield. Uh, but it sounds like you're using water activity for things like safety and quality. Are you also using it for process control? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, we like I mentioned earlier, you know, we always had it in place, but we didn't understand it. So we weren't really controlling the process other than just controlling the outcome of that kibble. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I mean, we have in place where if, if there is one water activity check on a finished good that is over, uh, there's a mass email that goes out and we mm-hmm. figure out exactly there's a rhyme and a reason behind everything. And water activity really uh, has helped us troubleshoot and and dial in all of our other analytics. Um, it's it's one of the the analytics that that pinpoint where we may be having a problem or be running out of spec on something. Uh, it's it's a very quick indicator uh, to to really tie in and, and troubleshoot. And where in your process are you measuring water activity? Are you just doing this once at the end uh, during packaging, or do you use it in process? What, what steps are you taking? We check our water activity before we put product into a bag and before we even put it into the finished uh, finished product bins mm-hmm. um, in case we have to divert it or direct it in, into a different route. Uh, it, is, it is one hurdle that we have to get over before even sending product downstream to get packed out. Uh, it is that critical. Um, but we have really gotten to a point, I don't, I, you know, I, I said we've got to, email mass email that goes out whenever there's a check that's out i don't remember when the last time i got an email was which is great (laughs) yeah that's that's great news it's really it's really helped us hone in the other analytics as well so as we tighten those up moisture has kind of come into play a a lot Mm -hmm. more uh, it, this whole thing started kind of as a moisture project, and then it rolled into water activity. And now, now that we're under control, we were in, under control before, but we're we're more so under control now that we we've been able to tighten our other specs. Sure. Uh, and then we also have water activity checks at at the extruder as well. It is part of our CCP. 
And, and that's a common trend that I've seen with a lot of different companies. You know, in the past, they focus on moisture and then water activity really allows them to hone in, tighten their variance in production and, and often improve or increase then bring the attention back to moisture content to focus on profit. And, and a lot of that is unrealized profit that is there to be made um, that companies are simply overlooking because their spec isn't as tight or isn't as high um, as, as it could be. Um, so what kind of steps do you take um, at your company to educate um, new people coming in on water activity or, or moisture content? Is there any type of educational course or, or anything that you do um, when new people arrive to discuss these topics? Uh, it, it really falls in line with, with most of the other analytics that we have. Uh, we do relay all of our lab uh, analytics and water activity and moisture fall right in line with density, protein, fat, and fiber uh, back to our operators. All that is live time back to them so they can see it and adjust, or at least uh, in that case, uh, water activity, uh, mm -hmm. determine what the problem is. And what's the rest of this year look like for you? You know, what, what are your next steps and progressions, uh, maybe goals for processes at Simmons? And, and how is uh, water activity and, and moisture included in that process? So we're never where we need to be, right? We're, <laughs> we're always trying to. That's true for everybody, Rick. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's part of the, the part of my name and my title, right? <laughs> but, um, we, we've gotten to where we need to be on water activity. We're still not quite where we need to be on moisture, but mm -hmm. we are, we're right there. Um, and, and the target is really the target. We, we don't focus on hitting max spec. We focus on hitting our targets. So mm -hmm. uh, we, we really try to get exactly what the customer wants. So, so I think driving forward with, with moisture is, is part of this year's goal to really get right at that target. And then uh, there's a lot of other opportunities out there with water activity. We're doing some some testing as we speak uh, with some of your systems at our treats facility that, uh, you know, we didn't even touch on. Um, there's, uh, I, I think it's going to be a pretty busy, action-packed year. That's good, as if it hasn't been already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, you're, you're looking for new opportunities to really tighten that spec. Does, does this include... Um, new things with with extrusion or maybe incoming ingredients. Where where are you looking for places that you can um, hit that spec um, even closer? So there is there's a lot. I'm glad you brought up the incoming ingredients. There's a lot of area of opportunity around incoming ingredients um, right. and really tightening um, our just knowing what we have back there. Uh, we do checks on them, but they're they're all pretty manual. So there's always opportunity around automation uh, mm -hmm. and that goes with water activity as well as everything else really um, we've we've taken some some huge steps forward um, I think it's a natural progression to get to get back to our our ingredients and better tighten that down mm -hmm. um, I think there's some areas along the line as well like going into extrusion uh, and knowing knowing what that raw what that mix is, what that mash is coming into extrusion, what the water activity is there, uh, to really optimize what our target uh, moisture should be. Uh, we know what it should be, but that's a very very high level, just general. Uh, a lot of ours are at 8.5. Should it be 8.6 today and 8.4 tomorrow? Who knows? There's I think there's a lot of 
a lot of area of opportunity at the dry plant and and beyond really mm -hmm. and are there any current products that you're excited about or maybe products that uh, are proving to be challenging but but you're looking forward to figuring out how to hit those specs um, every product is a little bit unique. That's that's uh, one thing that uh, was kind of fun during this whole thing and, and will be going forward, too, is is each recipe has its own isotherm. And if you follow Zach, I know you know uh, what <laughs> isotherms are. If not, it's really kind of the correlation between water activity and moisture. Um, every single recipe has a different isotherm. So uh, we do have some products where we could hit uh, moistures of way over our max spec uh, and still be within water activity, you know, food safe, uh, very high, super high quality kibble. Uh, we don't, obviously. Uh, where there's others where, uh, you know, one of them comes to mind that uh, we have to be right about at our target. And if we ever go over the max just by a tenth of a percent we start having water activity uh, concerns so uh, you know it's just it, i think our formulations are all good all all really good um mm -hmm. but there's different curves to every product so those would probably be the more the ones that we we've aired on the side of caution and over dried more frequently uh, not truly understanding water activity and, and moisture and that isotherm um, coming out of our learnings over the last several years, we, we really understand it now. And we know if we have a high water activity on that formula, uh, there may be a number of items that, that could throw us that way. You know, our digest flow is too high. Um, maybe our bed depth is uneven on our dryer. You know, there's, there's several key indicators that, um, that that water activity points us towards. Mm -hmm. And yeah, for a company like yours with so many different formulas, those isotherms are essential for setting your specs and, and understanding where you should be in terms of water activity and moisture content. Uh, those isotherms provide that complete moisture map. And so they're, they're fundamental. And um, I, I'm glad to hear that you are using those and um, finding them very helpful. Um, one other thing I want to ask you, you know, you work with all this pet food. Uh, surely you have some pets at home. Uh, do you have any dogs or cats or, or amphibians? Yeah, no, we do. We we've got a we've got a dog, Sally, um, mm -hmm. at home. She kind of, I say she has the run of the backyard, but uh, every night she comes in and sleeps at the foot of the bed too. So um, mm -hmm. she's a rescue dog that we've got at home, and then we've got uh, six cats. We've got uh, three oh, cats wow. and three kittens. So um, oh wow, the, the kids love. Love the pets for sure, uh, and mm -hmm. and our boy just got a little goat uh, just about two weeks ago. So uh, we're we're starting to build our own little farm, I guess. Yeah, you're running your own little zoo. I'm I'm on the market for a, a pet right now. I've been looking for dogs. So any specific breed, or or what do you suggest that I look for? Oh man, you look like a pretty high energy guy. You probably better get <laughs> uh, get something that's ready to run several miles or something. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've been looking at a. Uh, my family, my mom and my brother both have a, an Aussie doodle. So I may be looking uh, into that here in, in the future, but who knows, who knows? This has been really helpful. It's given uh, me and, and the people listening a lot of insight into why water activity and, and moisture content and isotherms are important to your process. Is, is there anything else that you'd like to add? 
No, I, I don't think. I mean, I, I just appreciate working with you and your team. It's it's been a it's been a fun ride, a fun journey, and I know we're just starting. Uh-huh. Um, we've got a lot going on uh, outside of this dry plant and our other plants as well. Um, and maybe we'll get to a point sometime when, uh, uh, if this one here doesn't flop, we'll have another podcast on a different subject. Yeah, there there you go. Well, thanks again, Rick. Uh, we really appreciate you and and your time and. Uh, I look forward to to sharing this podcast with your colleagues and, and everyone else. So thanks again. Yep. Thanks, Zach. I'm Zachary Cartwright. This is Water and Food. Find this podcast on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.